Gracious Heavenly Father, you are our rock and refuge. As we go through a nail-biting election, we realize how precious your presence and peace is. Once again, we are reminded by your strong love. You love us and you are stronger than anyone. Help us trust your strong love in this critical time of our nation and walk with you in the path of the truth and righteousness. In the strongest and sweetest name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let us read a final remaining passage in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22 to 25. Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth, so that you have a sincere love for each other. Love one another deeply from the heart, for you have been born again, not of a perishable seed, but of an imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. For all people are like a grass, and all their glory is like a flowers of the field. Grass withers and flowers fall but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is a word that is preached to you. Once again, let's recap uh, Peter's uh, previous three exhortations in this section. First, Peter said, we need to hope in the grace of Christ who will come again for us. And number two, be holy as God is holy as his obedient children. And yesterday we saw that we need to fear God for coming judgment of the Lord. Today, Peter gives the fourth and the final exhortation in chapter 1, that is, love one another deeply from the heart. Here, Peter speaks the truth and beauty, truth and beauty of love in very multiple uh, ways or dimensions. First, Peter connects the truth to love in an organic way. Now, you have purified yourself by obeying the truth so that you have a sincere love for each other. Obeying the truth and having a sincere love for each other always go, go together. Truth and love are inseparable like a seed and sprout. Verse 23, Peter said, You have been born again. Once again, born again means grow again. Birth and growth always go together, right? And he said, you are not born again, not of a perishable seed, but an imperishable seed, which is a living and enduring word of God. So since we are born of an imperishable seed, we need to have an imperishable life. Every seed produces its sprout and eventually its fruit. Truth of God and his word is love. The greatest truth that the Bible teaches us is God is love, and everyone who loves is a born of God, according to John in his letter. Once again, for Christians, ethics and theology go together. Doctrines and devotions can be separated. A theologian said, Ethic is not an afterthought or appendium to theology but a logical extension of a theology. Without solid theology, that is theology that reflects on the character and the actions of God, there is no foundation for theology.
ethic without theologies and nothing but an opinion for social activism or personal you know, virtues. Theology without ethics is a nothing but an abstract thought without life. Now, we need to, what we reflect is what we really believe. For Christians, nothing more truer and critical and important than love. Peter today tells us, love one another deeply from the heart. The word deeply from the heart is actually language of a prayer in the Bible. It is the same word that is translated as a fervently or earnestly. So love deeply from the heart means a love one another fervently, love one another earnestly. Loving others is like a praying to God. You know, when you pray to God, you don't just do a perfunctorily, right? And maybe mealtime prayer, but real prayer is always your poor heart. That's what Peter is comparing love to. When we love others, guess what? We get God's attention, just like when we pray. Love and truth, or truthful love, reflect our God. That's why Peter connects a love to truth and vice versa. Likewise, when we love others, we are connected to God, or also we may connect others to God. Now, Peter also tells us or convicts us of the beauty of a love, in that everything else in life is a temporary or temporal, but love is everlasting and eternal. For that, Peter quotes Isaiah 40, uh, verse 24 and 25, it's a direct quote from Isaiah 40. For all people are like a grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Twice Peter used the word enduring and endures to describe the everlasting beauty of God's love. Just like the word just like the word perishable and imperishable, Peter was telling us to reflect on the beauty and efficacy or even duration of our love. I think when Peter wrote this, Peter was probably sensing the time of his coming departure or death. So Peter is becoming very much, you know, looking into the next life. So in light of death, He's looking at the life, and that's what he's really uh, telling us. Everything in life is a temporal and changing. Beautiful young people age and eventually become like me. <laughs> Powerful, popular politician today will be forgotten soon. Everything in life is like a grass, and its a glory is like that of a wildflowers we see in Texas but one who loves others deeply and fervently from heart will stand for good like an enduring word of the Lord. Today, everyone is glued to the news about who is a winning vote count. Brothers and sisters, let us focus on loving others. Let us glue our life and love to God's enduring word. We have much bigger and more beautiful waiting game than any politician who is waiting for their victory. Let us love one another fervently from our heart. Let's pray. 
Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your enduring word that reveals your everlasting love to us. You saved us from all kinds of impure and meaningless life and love for the most beautiful and enduring life and love. Just as your incarnate word, our Lord Jesus shows us your deep love for us. Help us, help us to share your love today with those around us. Help us keep our focus on your love, for that's the ultimate truth that will always stand with us and bless us forever. In the most enduring name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.